Hello, Mama. So excited you're here. And today is an extra special day because I have my friend Kiki come on the podcast. And um, I just couldn't be more excited to share this with you. I honestly, when we recorded it, was so fired up and like, this is amazing. She just has so much wisdom and and just says everything with uh, such clarity and you're just going to love it. And so if you went through the discipline series that we did a couple months ago, you're going to love this. This is such a good summary um, kind of of that series or at least of the ending of it. It's all based on the book Shepherding a Child's Heart. That's kind of the book I've talked about as being my guidebook for parenting. And, you know, in this podcast, we touch on some really tricky topics like spanking. And if you haven't heard all of my discipline episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen because I I had a whole journey with this topic. And so if you're feeling triggered by that word, you're not alone in our culture right now. It is seen as just this awful thing, but I, I really believe that God has a different thing to say about it. And I unpacked all of that in the discipline series. So go back and listen to that You can uh, start to listen to that series on episode 85 is where it begins, and it kind of goes almost every other episode uh, because I was also mingling it in with a series on mom guilt. So I'd love to share my heart with you, the journey that God took me on with that topic specifically and with parenting and just so much that I have learned as I have uh, dug deeper into the Bible and into prayer and understanding just who God is and and how he sees things different than our culture sees things. So uh, this is also a great place to start. Kiki just describes everything in such a beautiful way. Uh, But I just want you to know there's other resources if you want to be, if you're like, uh, who is this girl and what is she talking about? And wait a minute, how did, where did this topic come from? So there, there is more out there, but I think you are all going to love this. I, I said that like eight times. It's cause it's that good. So, all right, that's enough of me. Get excited. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, I am so excited, as I've already probably told you a million times. I have my friend Kiki Joe here today, and I'm just so excited to share her with you. She is a ball of energy. She is spunky and hilarious and, and so much wisdom. So I'm just so excited to have her here. Kiki, thank you so much for being here and for yes. investing in this community. So excited. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hello, mamas. (laughs) Yeah. So just to tell you guys a little bit about Kiki. um, So we (laughs) randomly met outside of Target um, one day. And uh, funny story is I saw her like walking towards me and I could just kind of like tell she had purpose as she was coming. And I like was already late to go visit my parents. And so I was like kind of trying to get out of the 
like, oh gosh, I don't know what this girl wants, but I don't have time. And so I was like trying to like take off, but I had my two kids with me. And so we couldn't get out of the way in time. And so she came up, she looked friendly. I just was late. And so, um, but it was such a God encounter because we started chatting and realized how much we had in common. And um, that's just continued. We just found out actually randomly yesterday at a 4th of July gathering that we're going to be neighbors now that I'm moving. And so I don't know. God's just up to something here. And really Kiki is the one, you know, I've been talking to all of you about the book, Shepherding a Child's Heart. And uh, Kiki on that really helped push me over the edge on it. I had heard multiple friends in the past talk about it and kind of uh, for a while dismissed it. And then for a while I was like, oh, I should probably read that. And then Kiki mentioned it again. I was so passionate. And that's when I actually read it. And <laughs> it changed everything for me as I've talked to you about. And so I just wanted to bring her on here to, to encourage all of you. And um, just so you can hear like another mom, a real life mom talk about what this looks like to implement, why it's so amazing. It's not just weird Brittany out here, but um, yeah, I just wanted to bring her on here. So yeah, Kiki, um, tell us a little bit about who you are, a little bit about yeah. your story and, you know, how you were raised, like what your journey with Jesus has been like, where you're at in motherhood, just all of it. We want to know who you are. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, first of all, before I dive in, I just have to share that the funniest part of that meetup of us at Target, first of all, moms, can you get more relatable to us? Like we found each other at Target where we all live. And I felt the total different experience where I was like, God had us connect and we saw each other and we slowly walked towards each other outside the store. And it was a completely different perspective on my end. And it was so funny because Brittany got to come speak at our church's mom's group. And when I did my introduction, she came on stage and just was like, oh, this is funny, guys. Do you want to hear my side of the story? And so I just had to share that. I just I love how different our depth. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Kiki and um, gosh, who am I? I currently live in Orange County, about to be neighbors with Brittany, as she just shared. Um, I attend Crossline Church in Laguna Hills. I've been there for uh, probably about 10 years because I started going there as soon as I moved here from Seattle. Um, I went to school in Montana where I met my husband, moved here from uh, Vancouver, Washington, and I now have two littles while working full-time in marketing and serving at our church, leading our mom's ministry programs called Heartline Moms. And I have a four-year-old son, Kingston, and a daughter, Blakely, who just turned one. Um, and yeah, I've, I've grown up in a Christian home, quote unquote, right. I actually just ironically shared my testimony at Heartline Moms not long ago. So I'll save you all a long story, but I've essentially always loved Jesus, but it wasn't until high school that I realized it's not about religion. It's a relationship. And it just was no turning back from there. I fell, fell apart a little bit and did a lot of self-discovering and challenging in my college days, but um, he's recaptured my heart and I just love walking with him and living with him and for him. And I can't imagine this parenthood role in life without the focal point of his fruit, his peace and love and joy and kindness to just meditate over and to be more like, um, and so in parenthood, just walking with my maker has been totally different than in any other time in my life. So 
that's where I'm at there. Um, but because I know you're in this season of discipline in your podcast right now, Brittany, um, I think it's fair to share a little bit about how I was disciplined growing up. I'm one of five girls, no brothers. Um, my mom's like my hero. She's awesome. (laughs) Um, and I was raised spanked and I'm actually very grateful for that because I really knew the boundaries I had. I really felt safe in my home growing up. I knew what was right. I knew what was wrong. Um, did the way my mom spanked the same way I spanked? No. Um, looking back, are there things that I wish were definitely done differently? Yeah. And we can dive into that. Um, I, there was a lot of times it was done in anger or in the heat of the moment, I should say. And I personally struggle with anger myself. So that's a chain I need to break in my own parenthood and life. Um, and my natural flesh, like tendency, I can't, I can't afford a second to not be intentional with discipline, right? I've, it's above me. It's bigger than me. This is about my children. Um, so I have to just be on guard of that at all times, but yeah, that's a little bit about who I am and how I was raised. Yeah. And I feel all of that so much. I mean, just first, what you're talking about with needing Jesus in this, uh, time of parenting. Oh my gosh. I cannot <laughs> imagine parenting without Jesus. Uh, and, no yeah, specifically with the anger too. I've talked about that a lot on my podcast and just mm-hmm. dealing with my own anger. And it's been such a journey and God has given me so much freedom, but it's still such a battle. And, um, I love that you've brought that up about how that's still a struggle, especially if, you know, you're raised in that way at times in anger, um, that, you know, can be so instinctual in us. And so it's such a journey that God gives us so much grace and strength for. So I love that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, we can relate to that. I also love that you said, like, you're so grateful for being spanked. I don't know if I've ever heard someone say that before. (laughs) I think that's amazing though. It's such a beautiful perspective to be grateful for that and to be able to see in your own life, the fruit in that and like extra confidence you get to stand on because of having that experience. I think that's incredible. And that you get to say, yes, I'm grateful for this, but I also want to do a few things differently. And so that's like such a good nuanced perspective. It's not just white, it's like both. And, and that's, that's so powerful. And so yeah. Thanks mm. for sharing your story. You're amazing. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, because, you know, like I said with, to everyone, you were how uh, I started reading the book, Shepherding a Child's Heart. So share with everyone how you got introduced to the book and if you had any reservations about following what the book said and, and God's plan for discipline or what that journey was like for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. I am just, I have been on my knees thanking God for Ted Tripp, the author of this book. So more than you all know, I just, I discovered this book and read this book at the most crucial pivotal point, um, in parenthood. I mean, my son, I think was just like six months old. And I found out about this book through a mom's program at a church, like a mops group. And this book got brought up. And actually that day, the pastor and his wife spoke on stage, um, about what it actually looked like to apply this book into their specific life with their specific kids. 
And it's a sensitive subject, right? Even in the church walls, in the church home, there's people who, this is a controversial topic. Um, And it was so cool. I was there that day and I heard about this book and I, to answer your question, no, I had no reservations about the words in this book because I felt this book was the perfect mix on here's how to discipline But hey, here's also how to observe your child's heart and to know your kid and to reassure your kid and affirm who they are in him. So I was like, whoa, this is a balance of like disciplining best practices, but it's bigger than that. It's about my kid's heart. It's about knowing who my child was. So I felt for me, it was the answer and it was the right balance. It wasn't one or the other. And I do feel there's been such a pendulum shift, right? There's been such a focus on like how our kids feel and their feelings are everything. And we get on their knees and their eye contact and we talk and sometimes use too big of words and talk too much and all that's beautiful. And it really is, but at some point it's got to stop and there's got to be authority and your kids got to know what's right, what's wrong, especially in an emergency and you, and who's the parent here, you know? So now I'm going off, but that this book just has such a good balance to me of that. Um, And actually it's funny, the pastor shared with us a lot of legal items at the beginning where he's like, many of you in this audience right now are wondering if it's illegal. And I have had parents in my church office question me saying spanking is illegal. And he pulled up the California state laws. I wish I knew the numbers, but I I don't. Um, And it just was showing that it's not illegal to spank your children. And there is a lot more detail behind it. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not credible for that, but (laughs) his family was not hearing him, Brittany, like they didn't get it. And so he's like, I don't know where this is going to go, God, but I'm going to call the local um, sheriff's department and let's see what happens. And so he has his phone on speakerphone, calls the sheriff's office and says, Hey, I'm a pastor at a local church. I have this family with me. We're going through some parenting and counseling marriage stuff. Could you just tell us or point us in the right direction around is spanking illegal? Is that okay? And the the sheriff on the other line said, well, pastor, I actually wish more people spanked their kids. So then I wouldn't have to be dealing with them. Wow. Right. And he goes, Whoa, thank you, Jesus. That like perfectly lined up. Like he's like, I couldn't have planned that better myself. Um, But it really goes to show we are shepherding and shaping the youth of today to grow up to be men. We are raising or women, right? We're, we're raising the future. Um, And so, yeah, I thought that was a really interesting take from the sheriff's department. Yeah, that's such an amazing story. I love that. And I love that you brought up this question of legality because it's something we haven't talked about. And I'm sure for some people, they've had that same question. Um, I know for me, when I was a therapist, I was a mandated reporter. And so I know uh, like what I need to report and what I don't. And so I distinctly remember being trained like spanking with an open hand, like is legal. That is, you know, what is California? I know every state's a little different. Um, I know generally in the U S it is legal for all the States. Um, there are, are actually some countries that have outlawed it. So I can't speak, um, you know, to what that looks like there. Uh, yeah, of course. In the U.S., yeah. Um, so I love that you brought that up, and I love that <laughs> sheriff's response. It's so it's such a good perspective to remember, and you know, even you bringing up authority because we've talked about that a lot too. And in our current cultural milieu, 
there's a very uh, poor view of authority that people, you know, don't respect authority. They don't want authority, uh, mm-hmm. but God is all about that authority. And so uh, yeah. as we step into this role of parents, we've got to remember that and to not allow culture to kind of dictate how we parent, which can be so easy. And anyways, I've gone way in depth in that in the past. So, but I just appreciate you bringing all that up and um, sharing what you did. And uh, yeah, it's just so many good stories. Um, So yeah, I love that you just kind of didn't have reservations. You went for it. You knew this was right. And I agree with you about, I love how it's about your kid's heart and knowing them and in that gentleness and that connection. And um, it's, that coupled with that moment of authority and those, those hard boundaries. And, um, I agree that it's, it's such a beautiful view of bringing both sides in and that if we just focus mm-hmm. on the feelings and the, you know, the connection, we're missing half of the, the picture. And so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, so I'm curious, like as you've implemented it and you've kind of, you know, live this out since your son was six months old, um, what kind of fruit have you seen in your parenting? What, what does that look like in your parenting? Oh, that's such a good question. So for starters, the reason why we do this, like I was, I didn't read this book as a naive new mom and was like, done, check the box. I know how I'm going to discipline the rest of my life. Cause I read a book. You have to put it into practice. Right. And if there was fruit in it, then I would continue to do it. Um, for us, there was fruit, immediate fruit. We saw that this was working. I'm not saying it was like overnight, this takes time. I think anything that's worth it. I think anything that has long-term character affecting results takes time. There's a compound effect to everything you do. Um, and yeah, when we started with our son, there was, there were days where he was just challenging us. I could tell that he was like, is mom and dad going to really do this whole seven step discipline session every time, are they really going to do this? And we were like, yeah, bud, we're going to do this. This is what we do as parents. We don't get to be lazy here. This is your character we're talking about. So this is number one. This is a priority. Everything else can stop. So there were days, Brittany, where we were doing four spankings a day. That's a lot. Um, But the fruit is that he's now four and a half, five in a few months. And he maybe gets a spanking now once every week, maybe, maybe once every two weeks. Um, Maybe he could even get more. There's times where my husband and I were like, let's, let's maybe be a little bit more strict in the next week. He's been a great kid, but we got to remind him a little bit, but it's never out of nowhere. We spank for very specific things. He knows the rules and, um, but we, we definitely can tell when it's been a little too long. <laughs> yeah. It's because the, it works. It's because yep. it's working for us and he knows his boundaries. Um, I mean, some good examples with our daughter um, who is now 12 months, we started implementing, I, w- I wouldn't call it spanking uh, an infant, but we started implementing a physical association with a right or wrongdoing. When she was about, I would say like three or four months. Um, I mean, if she were, if she's pulling my earrings, if she's ripping my jewelry, if she's biting, if she's trying to flip in her uh, diaper changing station, um, those are things that 
I would do a little pinch on the finger and clearly show on my face, like mommy's not like happy, like mommy's sad. Like that's an, and then I would, we do a lot of baby sign language. I would baby sign. No. And she's now 12 months. And when she sits in her high chair, she'll take her food and look at me and reach it over her high chair to drop it and look at me and I'll look at her and she'll bring it back Mm -hmm. and she'll pinch her hand and sign to me. No. Wow. Yeah. Like she, it, she just, she just gets it. She totally gets it. Her latest thing is like a week ago, she's unbuckling her car seat while driving. That's impressive, honestly. (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) Also terrifying, but I'm impressed she can do it. Yeah. I'm shocked because my son definitely could not do that. Um, And I mean, that's a, you pull the car over, we pinch the hand, we sign no, we show sad face, we buckle it back up. And my husband was like, I wasn't in the car when she first started doing this. And my husband's like, I had to do it like four or five times. And he's like, but this is life or death. This is, you never know what could happen. You know, you got to be serious about this stuff. And so it was, a, it, we, she got it though, because just today we went to the park this morning and I buckled her up and she pr- looked, pointed at the buckle, looked at me and signed no. And I was like, good girl, that unbuckling's a no-no. I mean, I probably sound crazy, like having this conversation with a 12-month-old, but the fact that she can sign, she gets it. Like their brains can communicate way faster than their mouths and their tongues can, hence baby sign language works, hence physical association to a right or wrong doing works. Um, A good example I've heard before too is infants do not poke themselves in the eye because they know poking themselves in the eye hurt. It hurts. Like they feel it, but when they, and and they learn that in the womb, like in their womb, they learn to literally have their hands away from their eye. Like they will feel the pain of their finger in their eye socket when they come out of the womb and they're poking their brother's eye or their sister's eye, they don't feel that pain because mm. they're the ones doing it, you know? So no, I'm not saying poke your kid in the eye, but when <laughs> you just do a tiny pinch on the hand and the sign of no with a sad face, it's crazy how quickly they pick up. It's like, I mean, my kid's like just a test of that. Um, yeah. And I've heard where it's been really cool is, I mean, everyone has their own beliefs around like childproofing their home, Right. Um, and this is not the podcast for that, or it probably is, but this isn't the, the, the episode for that. But, um, when you stop wearing earrings or start having decor in your house or stop having certain things in your home that your kids get into, you're like childproofing their life experience, their bubble of their most frequent interaction. But what happens when you take your kid to the childcare playroom at church And the person who's volunteering to watch your kid while you're in the sermon is wearing long earrings, you know? So it's like, how do we teach them? No, again, we're the authority. It's our lives. They're in it. It's not their world that we're in. Um, How do we teach them these things young and early on so that their world actually grows versus their world being so small? Wow. That makes sense. Oh my God. So that kind of clicked it for me when I heard about that story about the finger poking. I was like, okay, you can have a physical association at a young, young age. And so we did that with our daughter and it, it, it's been working so far. Call me tomorrow. We'll see. But. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. And I just love, 
I think all of you can probably hear as Kiki talks, like the love in her voice and the knowledge in her voice. And she's not just haphazardly, like going through motherhood, trying to figure out easy solution or, you know, just trying to do this. Like, I don't know, some of the stereotypes around spanking, like she is so deeply invested in her kids. She loves them so deeply. In fact, that is the reason she's choosing all of this. And so I love hearing like the depth of knowledge you have, the depth of you have that you teach your kids sign language that you think through all of these steps and it's all really about loving them like because to love them well we have to show them how to function in this world and how to learn those boundaries and to treat others well and to obey Jesus and so it's just so encouraging hearing you it's so refreshing and for everyone that doesn't know Kiki too she's she's like the biggest hippie you've ever met like in the best way like uh, like just so cool like the, I don't know I don't even know how to describe it. She's amazing. Um, and so I don't know, to me, that gives you I'll take it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, if, if my hippie friend can like do, choose this, like, yeah, I want to do this. But you bring up a great point. I mean, the whole point, why would you ever do this? Like the whole point is out of love. Yep. Like this, like, hello, this is not the easy way out warning this is not the quick fix this is not the get rich quick scheme this is the long haul the extra work the more intention the extra care um and that doesn't mean the moms of many like throw this out the window no 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 no. god gave you many for a reason you're capable of handling and loving each and every one of those individually um but you're right it's i mean he loves our kids so much he loves them more than we do and he gave us he gave our kids, us as parents to kindly guide them and steward them and shepherd them to be who he's called them to be. Um, I just, I actually have a story to share with you. I'm really close to my father-in-law and um, I was telling him about your podcast and all this, and he's just so loving and supportive. And he, he shared with me like days later, this story that I was like, oh, I might share this. This might apply. And it, of course, organically is fitting in right here. Awesome. He was sharing with me that he growing up with tons of kids in his family, he was a little bit of a rebel child <laughs> and he was with one of his buddies, his, one of his best friends and they, his best friend's parents were not involved at all. Like not around, not involved, not, they, they just weren't in the kids' lives at all which created more room for them to be bad and go over to the friend's house. Let's just call him Jimmy. They get, they'd go to Jimmy's house and do bad things and drink and whatever. Okay. And he remembers one day he's at Jimmy's house and they're doing their thing, getting into trouble, being unguided children. Right. And <laughs> Jimmy just starts crying to him and he's saying, you're, he said, you are so lucky that your parents spank you and that you would get in trouble for being here. And just like you said earlier on this podcast, actually, he said, what do you mean? I'm lucky spanking like is the worst. Like, what are you talking about? You know, obviously different spanking tactic, but, um, he said, I wish my parents loved me enough and cared enough about me to touch me like that and to like coach me. And wow. he's like, he just remembers we, that we were really young drinking and his young friend who's drunk is crying to him saying this. And he's like, that was a moment in my life I'll never forget. And yeah. now my father-in-law is 69 years old, remembering this story vividly sharing with me, you know, like that your kids feel that love. Like yeah. they feel seen or not seen. They feel prioritized or not prioritized. Um, yeah, it's so great. 
man, I love that story. Oh, it's so, so, so refreshing to think of it in that way, because I think our world just taints it in this really ugly picture. And so it's, it's hard to come out of that picture. And, um, Mm -hmm. even if we're like, okay, God, I'm going to say yes to this. It's hard to like fully have our hearts invested because it's, you know, still, we're still surrounded by that message that it's wrong. And so I love these, these stories and of the, and this reminder of why we do it and, uh, the fruit of that. And I totally, when you, you know, went into the fruit of watching your son and how it's been working in his life, I completely agree. we've had a very similar experience over here with our son. Mm -hmm. Uh, we started a little bit later, but I think we started, let's see, how old would he be? He was probably around three when we started it. But, you know, at first it was like a lot of spankings a day and it was really hard. Um, But so quickly it like was so much less and now it's very infrequent. And so it is so crazy to see how it does work. And like, I, yeah, I feel so much more confident as a parent and not because it's the easy way out, but because it actually works. And because I know that I'm uh, investing in him and loving him in the best way. And so, yeah, I can attest to the same thing about the fruit. And it's so, it's so great. All of your examples too, about your daughter and yeah, you're just, you have such a gift of communication. I love hearing you talk and you have so many amazing parenting examples. Um, and actually that's one of the reasons too, I brought you on here apart from just introducing me to the book. I remember you telling me we were on a walk together and you were telling me about how, um, you know, this book has helped you teach your kids how to serve each other and how to really kind of follow God's laws, you know, apart from just the, the spanking and the discipline part, but there's been these other things you've been teaching them. And, um, I just remember some of those examples. So I'd love for you to share with everyone listening, like what those examples were. I was just blown away by what you guys do. Oh my gosh. All right, mama, I hope you're enjoying this interview as much as I did being in it. I learned so much and Kiki is just amazing. So we're going to break this into two episodes because we went so long, which is not sad, but uh, just you got to tune in for the next episode because I know it's so good. You're on the edge of your seats. Let me just pray over you. God, I just thank you for the truth that you're dropping through Kiki today. God, I thank you that your ways are good and that we can trust them, God, and we don't have to be confused by culture, God, but you've laid out such a beautiful plan for us, God, and I just pray for every ear listening, God, that you would speak to them directly, that you would show them the way you have for them to walk, God, and you would give them the confidence to walk in that, God, and that they would all feel encouraged and loved and seen and known by you, God, because that's who you are. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.